want to thank everybody for uh, taking time out and uh, coming to this uh, special elders meeting. It is um, uh, these are trying times that we are uh, that we are living in right now, and uh, a lot of things have transpired in the last 24 hours. The uh, the plans that Pastor Moline and I were planning after church yesterday um, kind of all vanished uh, here recently. We've been working really hard to put together an objective plan to try to take as many of the emotions out of this as possible because emotions are running high right now. And so we want to get right to it. I want to begin with God's word, Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the, earth give, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. God utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Verse 10, be still and know that I am God. Most of us know that Luther wrote the hymn, A Mighty Fortress, based on Psalm 46. Most of us know that he was in the midst of tremendous battle with the church forces that were trying to quiet the gospel. Most people don't know that he wrote that hymn in the midst of the Black Plague. And so I think God's word reminding us who our refuge and strength is, that he is a very present help in times of trouble, and that we should be at peace, be still, knowing that he is God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessings you shower down upon us. We thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you for the guarantee of the forgiveness of sins, life and salvation earned for us by the passion, death, resurrection, and glorious ascension of our Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessings you shower down on this congregation, and we ask you now to give us wisdom and discernment. Help us to be united as we lead the people of God in this place at this particular time. Heavenly Father, bless our meeting, bless our discussions, bless our decisions. All these things, Lord, we pray in the holy and precious name of Jesus crucified and risen for us and for the life of the world. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. All right.
add some stuff I've been working on for the last two days to this meeting. I just as well tear it up because we're kind of starting over and the governor's doing that for us tonight. I don't know what you've heard about what the governor's done, but basically the governor has said one thing. Uh, I, I, my mouth dropped while I had to be listening to him tonight. I didn't. Don't always do that. He's basically said any mass gatherings, church services, weddings, or funerals, anything that has more than 10 people is banned in the state of Nebraska. Well, that takes a lot of things off our plate right now. It puts us in a whole different situation than we were. For now, it's the next two weeks. Okay, so what's that tell you about the next couple of weeks? And that's kind of where we, we were uh, working on this particular paper. I'm going to ask Pastor Lee to kind of work on working through this. It kind of leads us to where we are. This is kind of a plan we're going to try to work with. And we're going to to go all out and go over this plan and see where we are with it. Okay. So I noticed um, it didn't print both sides here, so I'm going to send the vicar to go get this again. There's two sides to it. Kurt got one on both sides. What, which side do you have, Mark? So here's what happened. Please forgive me. I hit print, and I went down to pick them up, and it had printed a few of them, and then the LWML ladies had stopped so they could print their things. And so then I tried to redo it, and it didn't get the rest of them here. So yeah, they, they didn't get this. Did you print more? I hit print, so it should. So I apologize. Yeah. Blame it on the LWML. <laughs> Blame it on the LWML, and we didn't even get any dessert out of them. That's self-justifying. You got both sides. You got that side. Yep. You got, got that side. side. You got that side. Yeah, everyone got. I, I apologize. This, this That's you got both sides. We're good here. Got both sides. Yeah. Okay. What, what you got here is a, a plan. We want, we want you to. Yeah. So the goal is, and, and I know, in uh, in worship, sorry to interrupt. Uh, in worship on Sunday, there's lots of emotions and questions, uh, even amongst us in trying to plan this meeting. There's been a little bit of emotion discussion. So the goal is to put together a plan that can take the emotion part out and let us just say here's how this procedure will happen in an event like this when it happens it takes place here's the decisions we make here's what's behind the decisions we're making uh, and so that's what this particular thing is and uh, i'm just going to start talking about the front side even though uh, vickers grabbing them here uh, we have four goals in mind in talking about this um, number one we're a church so our first goal is to maintain a high quality of spiritual care throughout uh, the epidemic or pandemic or emergency that's taking place. And so that's our main, main goal. That's why we exist. That's what we're here to do. And so all the things that we're planning and talking about need to keep that in mind. Next goal is to give assurance to the members and to our community that we're maintaining a safe environment, supporting um, health and wellness, 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 and um, uh, doing the things that are right even in the midst of this difficult time. Third, we want to support our church members and the community, especially our church members in this time. There's going to be a lot of people who have need and concern uh, or might need 
people to pick up groceries for them or, or whatnot. And so the third goal, support our members and the community. And the fourth goal is to do our part to slow the transmission of this pandemic or epidemic. Um, and so those are the four things that we have in mind and we're kind of putting together the rough draft of this particular plan. Guiding principle, any questions about the goals first? Thanks, you're good. Guiding principles then. Um, this is what Pastor Poppy and I have been talking about at least yesterday in church and then uh, also today in various ways. Uh, word and sacred ministry is vital. And it's vital for the well-being of people even more so in times of trouble. In a time of panic, it imparts confidence. In a time of personal struggle, it imparts hope and joy. In a time of social need, it motivates us to fill up each other's uh, necessity out of our love. In other words, showing compassion and care. Uh, second guiding principle, in-person ministry remains important and perhaps even more so in time of trouble. While there are some risks associated with it, people will need... In-person ministry remains important. Um, while there are some risks associated with it, people will need the human companionship and Christian encouragement that comes with in-person ministry. And so that's our second guiding principle in our plan that we put together. Um, third one. Yeah, we're on the guiding principles. Third one. Pandemics are not times for the church to shut down, but rather for the times for the church to step up our care for each other and our communities. And so those last two that we talked about, me and Pastor Poppy and I and Vicar are still going to be trying to do our work as best as possible, uh, maybe in different ways, but we're still going to be sticking to word and sacrament ministry to the best of our ability. Fourth, we will consider only high-quality information in making decisions. We'll rely on information from organizations like the World Health Organization, Center for Disease Control, National Institute for Health, Nebraska Health Department, the Governor's Office, our local public health officials and health professionals. Uh, and that hopefully will help us to make wise decisions as we deal with this as well. We'll do our best to comply with all official government recommendations and requirements insofar as they are not contrary to the word of God. And I know an hour or two ago we had the number of people we're supposed to have get together. We're a little bit over that, but this will probably be the last time until we get past this a little bit further. And we get to the plan, that'll make more sense. We want to be proactive, not reactive in our approach. We will not knee-jerk with reactions. We will also seek to anticipate and prepare for changes that will be, need to be made. And so those are the guiding principles that we have in putting together this plan that we worked on um, today. Any questions or comments on those? Okay. So um, on the back then you have the, the chart. And the chart then is kind of the plan that that we think we should adopt as a congregation through this group and input uh, or suggestions, that's what we're here to talk about, okay? So first one is, uh, it says scheduling plans and what that means is for um, worship purposes. So we have three modes in the scheduling plans that we think we should adopt. Number one, plan A, is the normal schedule. That's as if things were just the way they always have been, say, like six months ago. Uh, that's, I mean, just 
average church activities, worship services, etc. Second, plan B, that'd be phased schedule, meaning increased number of services serving lower numbers of people, use of online and radio services as necessary. And this was, so we had... This is where this we morning. spent most of our time yesterday trying to come up with ideas for plan B. Like, so if the 50 was the number, yeah. we would do church at 8 o'clock for A through D, and then church at 9.30 for E through G. We'd have more services with smaller people, and there's additional stuff when we get to the bottom the second chart that maybe makes sense a little bit with that. So more services, smaller groups of people. That's plan B, the central phase. I think maybe we should switch to phase, phase B. Phase C then is where things are serious enough that we have no in-person events, but we do our worship services online uh, and on the radio. Pastor Poppy today and I, he and I today have talked about um, doing daily or maybe twice a day devotion videos, emailing them to our members, putting them on our church website, putting them up on YouTube. Text um, message. Text message, tweeting, the Facebook, those sorts of things um, in a way to still bring God's word to people in need, to phone call, uh, all, all those sorts of things to get the word's still out there in the midst of this pandemic while minimizing or eliminating the contact. I mean, obviously, if someone's dying, we're still going to go, but we're not going to have that on a regular basis. So there's the scheduling worship plan. That's that first top part of the chart. So Questions or comments? Just my thought, too, we're trying to do more video versus just, obviously, for those that have computers or that type of thing, I think it's probably more reassuring seeing you're doing sermons, uh, readings, and whatever else, or any other talks you guys want to do. Yep. It looks good to have that person versus just hearing it right Obviously, there's some people that aren't going to be able to get that, though. Right. And that's that's the goal. And, and even before the uh, seriousness of this all started a week or two ago, you know, we've started to try and have more of a video presence online with uh, advertising sort of things. We did the um, Ash Wednesday video and had plans to do Holy Week videos and things like that. So it's it's the beginning of that process, but now we're going to pick it up. I've had conversations kind of a little bit with Mark and Wayne about even on a normal, regular basis, video and streaming our, our services. Uh, I know Wayne and I have talked about costs a little bit there, so... Beyond just the emergency thing, some of this we're trying to get set up for the next time, and it's a little late for that this time. But this is the plan for worship scheduling. Matt? I was going to say, if there's not many people there, I'll be glad to come help you. I'm sitting over here but to protect you, not me. I have no idea if I've been exposed to anything, but uh, some of you are old enough to not. Uh, I'm worried about you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So it's not personal. You're good. But yeah. I just wanted you to know that if... It's just y'all there, and you need help video, and I'll be glad to come help because I'll have a little bit of flexibility in my schedule at this point. I'll be making my own videos too. Unfortunately, that's not where we are. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Well, I think it's where we're going to be in about ten minutes. That's my opinion. Maybe so. two weeks, but not right now. 
So uh, the oh. CDC and well, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll that's on. yeah. Just just hold on, Matt. We're not. Yeah, we're not done yet. So that's that's the worship thing, and so those are the phases we're at. And even with the announcement from a little earlier this afternoon, in a sense, if we decide to approve this document as we present it to you, we would kind of be at phase C at this point because of the governor's proclamation that uh, Gary kind of talked a little bit about to start the meeting. So the next one is risk mitigation plans, and that has to do with Maybe main... I repeat that for his... If you did not hear the governor's... Uh... Yeah, I heard it. That's, that's what we're working from, is that, that, I hear you. that tent. That's where we are. So right, it takes away you. a lot of arguments, we hope. I got you. Okay. So, I wasn't trying to be argumentative. Oh, no. No, you're okay. We're, we're, it's a difficult time, and we've never done anything like this, so we're trying to, to keep up with it as best we can, and we're running at the speed of Lutheran here, and that's, that's maybe why you know, we're a little behind. I was behind. thinking about this today. This is one way of getting people to work, come together and work together. Too, having something like this, yep. but even though there's, you know, yep. see the opposite happening too. So. And I think we're all working for the same, same goals here. So risk mitigation plan. This has to do with maintenance of the the church facilities and uh, even groups being able to use the facilities, things like that. So again, it says plan, but maybe we'll change it to phase. Phase A. Uh, normal mitigation procedures, which means standard cleaning. Uh, Steve does his work. Uh, we have the groups in and out of the church like we do normally. School runs, etc. Phase B, uh, we could institute that, and then uh, it would be everything in Plan A with the addition of discouraging those with flu-like symptoms and or fever from attending, discouraging handshaking, encouraging washing hands and entering the building, Increased cleaning, wiping down pew backs, doorknobs, door poles, bathrooms, etc. after each service. Um, no passing the offering plates. Perhaps we had a, uh, a box in the back of the, the, the sanctuary. You could drop it off on your way in or out, uh, things like that. Um, no, let's see, let's see, next one. Encouraging worshipers to spread out in the sanctuary. Uh, even this evening, I see we're kind of that way a little bit uh, in the room. Altar Guild uses disposable gloves for communion setup, um, and we'll, we would use volunteers to sanitize things uh, after services, before services, even wiping down hymnals, uh, things like that uh, in the church facility. Next phase would be phase C. Uh, everything in plan B with the addition of entrance screening procedure. Uh, it says C addendum, but we kind of added that on here. Uh, it means sign in and sanitize at the door. Um, and part of the sign in would be, <coughs> we'll get to that a little bit, we wouldn't have the books, uh, attendance books in the pew, but rather we would take attendance at the door. The main purpose for the attendance taking is if we had 8 o'clock service and uh, Kurt the next day tested positive for something. We would know who was there. We would know we exactly who would be that. there so that we could identify and notify. So that even not, the, we're not trying to put up barriers to come to church. We're just trying to be smart. Even the attendance books, we don't get everybody puts their name in those when they, they fill them out. So there, there we are with that one. Um, require hand washing when entering the building. We would remove the hymnals from the pews and hand them out as people enter. 
and then we'd be able to collect them too and sanitize them on an individual basis with alcohol wipes and whatnot um, so that they are maintained in the, the so, service. So that we don't have to sanitize every hymnal because we don't know which hymnals were used. If we're going to have smaller attendance, smaller groups, we could cut down on some of our work. That's the rationale there. How would you sanitize the inside? You can't. Yeah. You we, can't. We're we just talking the to outside cover. the books yeah. covers, and even if if we're in phase C, attendance is going to be down. You could have the pile you gave out when people came in a different pile, Rotate and it would be a week until you used them again. Uh, besides sanitizing the outside, it's, it's the best we could do. You can rotate them. Right. I've seen in the purchase of an industrial and hospital strength cleaner. All right. What Steve's got is okay. I mean, it does some stuff. But this is the one that uh, they use at LPS. I would talk to my contacts at LPS, and that's what they're using to do their contact cleaning right now. Right. A little stronger than what we've got. And we're going to start using that even while we'll start doing door handles and door knobs and all these other things. We've got, we'll have that in a few days. We'll have that ability. Which is perfect because there's not going to be anybody around, so Steve can maybe work on some of that. It's a little better cleaner. And um, I already mentioned no passing of attendance books, but attendance at the door. Half the regular number of communicants at each communion table with the idea you could have a little bit more space between you in that regard. Uh, cancellation of all activities, including activities of other organizations and individuals using our facility outside of worship. Christian education, and necessary church-level boards, such as elders and church council. Uh, and then the last one, homemade communion bread not used, but instead so store-bought hosts. The reason being the bread's made at somebody's home. It's carried here. It's put in the back. person who sets up the next week comes in, touches it, puts it back, and, and the, just to limit... The amount of fingers that are touching it in in the time that we're in plan C and then plan D would be no in-person events only online and radio ministry and in our mind that's kind of where we see ourselves now and this would be like if we're in plan D here for a while and we once things start to clear up we can move back to plan C and to plan B we're, we're able to kind of switch between these, but humbly submitted, here's the plan that Pastor Poppy and I, uh, with, with Gary's uh, input as well, like to submit to you to adopt for our church, to deal with this immediately, and in the event, in a future event, we'll be on top of it to have this prepared beforehand in the future. So first of all, any comments about the 10-year conditions? Things were missing. Anything? Things. You talked about Christian education. You talked about Bible studies. Yeah. Talked about Sunday yeah. school. Yes. Confirmation classes. On plan B, I was talking with my wife about that. And you guys would have your service today at 8 o'clock and then stick afterwards and people that hear it and see it done, they could drive up and get communion and just let in 10 people at a time like you do when you do like for Ash Wednesday. Put the offering there and then put that right in the offering. 
and then just do that for an hour or two after the service, and then you could do another one for the 10.30 people. Okay, that way you can get communion up. in that plan D. Well, here's I mean, my it's own... More, it's kind of more work for you guys. But. Here, well, I don't care about the work. That's irrelevant. Here, here's my thought. And, you know, I've done a 180 on this in the last 72 hours. Um, this 10-person number is completely arbitrary. We're either in a pandemic or we're not. And I think if we're in a pandemic, we need to shut her down. I agree with you. And um, when, when, we are, when we are told that we can go back to 20 or 30 or 50 people gathering safely, then we can slide back into Plan C. But I think if we're in Plan D, we need to shut her down. And um, what... Again, Pastor Moline is much better at this than me. We tried to come up with a plan that would remove the emotion from this, because this, this is a very emotional thing. I, as a pastor, I cannot fathom not having church. I just can't fathom that. And so it's impossible for me to not be emotional. And so to put together a plan like this and if we can all agree that, that something like this is good for us to adopt, then we can decide where are we on this chart. And then we try the plan and we adjust. You know, well, I we believe we adjust the part, being able to go one way or the other when needed. But, but Dale, I think if we're in Plan D, we got to shut her down. I, I really do. You could limit it still to that 10. Okay. And I think how we would limit it would be if there's a family in personal crisis, then one of the pastors goes to their house and we visit them, bring them the word, if, if appropriate, bring them the sacrament, and we basically treat everyone like a shut-in um, until we can get back to some type of corporate gathering. The 10 also, I mean, it's not only... Ten people, it's two pastors. Well, I know, you're going to be one that's supposed to be the most limited. Well, take care of my wife if I croak. That's the only thing I'm saying. So, um, the, uh, um, I don't know. That's my response to that, Dale. My gut says, yeah, yeah, yeah. My brain says, we can't. We can't. Maybe even one day if you ever got back to plan C, you could do three services. Let's say we were doing 50. Three or four, or six. I don't know. We, that part is irrelevant to us. Fifty in the sanctuary and fifty in the fellowship hall. Yeah, Matt. Uh, do we need to move for an adoption formally? Because I'll do that if you want to. If we're ready. I want to make sure everybody's had an opportunity okay. to speak. We can we can change the names of the. You can call this phase one, phase two, two. phase three, and get the so it's not confusing right. about plan so it sounds like it's versus phase or whatever. <clears throat> but we can do that after we adopt the the the, the, yeah. the scheduling plans need to be different labeled than the risk mitigation right. plans. That's the only confusing thing I see. Yeah. We can't have them both the same. So phase one, phase two, phase three on. The schedule, maybe something like that, and then just so that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then you could be 
So what I'll do is I'll change the top chart. It'll be phase one, phase two, phase three, and I'll change the bottom part. We'll leave it at plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. We could be at 1B or C or 3D. Excellent. You know what I mean? How about that? That's that's a minor thing. It's the content that, that we want to make sure we're okay with. The other thing I want to ask is on the risk mitigation, do you need the plan D? I mean, if no one's coming here, what is the, you know, I don't know. It's, I mean, I get it, but. it's. I mean, even like right now, next door, AA's meeting. Okay. And so to be able to say, here's why you can't meet right now. It's not because we. That's yeah, not because we, we love uh, demon rum. It's just that, you know, if we're going to be consistent, we need to shut it down. Right. No, I'm saying like for the cleaning part. I mean, oh. we're always going to be cleaning plan A level, whether we're having service or not. Yes. If we're at plan D, well, we're still cleaning. We're still doing that. At some level, I just, that's all I was saying. Plan A, plan A will be less clean because there will be less people in right. So what what if I add no, this, I have Rich? That out with Steve. Yeah, I, don't, I want him to be around. To in, yeah. in, in uh, Plan D, underneath no in-person events, I'll put down sanitizing and cleaning still carried out. Right. right. Would that or be required? Yes. Yeah. Keep it big. Just so that it shows that we're still, you know, yeah. doing uh, the basic level of care. The one of the th one of the things that we had to factor in here is if we're in plan C and we're having limited use of the building, limited worship and all that kind of stuff, every group that comes in here, homeschool choir, AA, tops, every group that comes in here, we have to high level sanitize Every room or everything oh, that they've touched, bathroom, the the bathrooms, everything, we got a high level. So we need a mechanism in place to be able to lovingly tell these people, you can't meet here right now. It's okay. pretty simple. We're not meeting here. So it's plan D includes. Church, the church is no closed. I know. Plan D is. Nobody. 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 Plan D We're done. Nobody. We're like shutting her down. No random person's coming to cook their meal. We'll get to that part later. That's a whole other topic. No, well, I know it is, but I'm just saying. Some of these things with plans. We're closed. Except for staff. Correct. Correct. Some of the sanitizing you're going to have to do in Plan C. Steve's got a schedule of things he does. But we're asking him to do extra things for these groups. And like I said yesterday morning in Bible study, he's going to need some help with some of that. We're going to need some volunteers to help. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get involved. I'll find you. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, I mean, since y'all are, there are a couple things with C. I don't, I don't necessarily want to add a D and an E, but we can have worship without having Sunday school or all these other people coming to our building. On like the schedule. So kind of I don't want to make you make another category there, but I, we could easily say we're going to have ten people in worship. Or wherever, whatever, whether that's a state mandate or our own choice, and still not have Sunday school or, or any of these other people. I'm not saying that's that's what I want, 
But just say church could, only. You could do that. Just church, church only. only. And I think Plan C should include it's just Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. If we go to Plan C, AA's not coming, Tops ain't coming, because we, we, we've come to that conclusion. Does that make sense? I think no. I th I think that that was the intent of the okay. last one there, That's Matt. Pretty much what it's Cancellation okay. of okay. all activities, okay. other organizations. Okay. That that was the intent. I got it. Then I'm, then I'm good with it. Another thing you need to look at even under Plan C. How many people do we have in council, Mark? Fifteen to yeah, twenty. Too many. Oh, so last part of the plan. That's, okay. that's why. That's why I sent out the email. And, and again, we're in D. Here, who's going to meet tomorrow night? Well, we need to. Before we get to that thing, I think we need to decide if this is okay right. with everybody or not. So to Matt's point, do we need a space four on the top that says Just church the only? Part, yeah. Which would have church be, only. Which I'd, would have to be between the phase C and phase B. I I think Plan C. Gives us the freedom and the latitude. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna trust the the brains of the leadership here. People, like I'm not coming to Sunday school. It's not because I don't like it, or I, won't, I don't. I'm just saying at this time I just chose that. We can, we can. I think we can collectively make those kind of decisions. Hey, we're in Plan C, but it's going to be church only right now. You know, okay. we're easing our way back. Okay, I think we fine. have that freedom. That's fine. You're, that's fine. You're, the, you're the pastor. You can say I called off Sunday school. I know you don't want to, but I'm saying you can do yeah. that, right? Yeah. Okay. Move to adopt this yeah. with the proposed changes. For the the titles on the yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. 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 All opposed. It is, uh, it is the recommendation of the pastors that we be in phase C phase of scheduling. Phase 3D. Phase, oh, you changed it to, th three. to 3, to phase, phase three, 3 of scheduling and plan D of risk, mitiga risk mitigation for the next two weeks. So that means tomorrow night. It's off. Yeah, we're done. That's what I mean. Elders Saturday. It's off. We're Council. Council. Church meal. If we're shutting her down, we're shutting her down. Yes. Oh, how often are we going to reevaluate this? Well, the, the, the governor said ten. limit of 10 for two weeks. And so I think, you know, again, if it's July and there are no cases in Nebraska and the governor still hasn't changed this, I think we probably would say, hey, common sense says we got to have church. You know, so at some point in time, what's that? In one month, if there's nothing else happening, then that means it's, we're going to Of course, of course. So, but I think, I think. To follow the government's governor's recommendation, two weeks. Everybody has email. We check our email. We're in constant contact. And, and plus, whatever and video, other radio, correct. Right. You'd be able to communicate that too on either beginning of the service or end of whatever you do. We can get into streaming for about a thousand bucks. So, so what we're what we're recommending is two weeks. The finance committee is less than ten. Scheduled for tomorrow. Any problem? 
No in-person events is is uh, Plan D. Is there anything that has that can can be done? Uh, can't be done online. Can't be done via email. Okay. Question. We have volunteers that come in and do a radio recording. Like, for example, I have one with one of the volunteers Thursday night. Yeah, I think I think we're, we're you know we're, I think we're okay with. I mean, we're still going to record tomorrow. That'd be non-staff with staff. That's yeah. I mean, we're just the staff is still going to work. So I don't think, you know, I don't think those kind of things, what we're talking about. Uh, I got, I was in contact with Kurt in Arizona today talking about some specific procedures for the radio uh, room and uh, ways to sanitize the radio room and to make sure that we're not forgetting about that part of the building because we're going to be using it a lot for the online stuff. So... Um, yeah, I think those kind of things are need to go on. So, so I mean, I got a question. Maybe we should clarify an in-person event versus the inner workings of the church, because the finance committee is not an event. That is an inner working, just like staff in the office is an inner working of the church. And, and so is church council. Well, okay, but I'm just saying. If it's less than ten, and it's it's part of the it's part of the business of the church is different than like let's have have a bunch of families come in. I, I think it's a lot. Of, it depends on the importance too. Just we could have a meeting outside too. We need to sit back to. for a couple of weeks to see what's going to happen. I I'm fine with this, but I'm just saying you don't have to be around people. Like the radio people, they got to come in. Well, that's not an event. That's part of my inner working Essential staff only. Just, just. Our our intent is the staff only to keep things as I mean we're talking two weeks here. We're talking two weeks, and I think and you know again like I said I'm it kills me to say this. If we're in a pandemic, then we need to shut it down. You're right. And um, we either are or we aren't. And time will tell, and we can look back and laugh and giggle, or we can look back and thank God for how wise we were or whatever. But I think for two weeks, we just need to say <clears throat> crucial stuff only. We're in, we're in plan D. And we're going to so work our butt off to do radio ministry as best as humanly possible from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church video devotions as best as possible. We'll still come in on Sunday morning and do divine service without communion via radio. And, you know, if we can figure out between now and then how to stream it live, we'll try and do that. Um, I mean, so that's, we're going to still try and preach the word faithfully, even as we have no in-person events. So I guess back to the the movement uh, Pastor Poppy made uh, on behalf of the pastors, we moved that we're in phase three, plan D. We need From that. what date to what date? For the next two weeks, <coughs> so up to at, at least. Days, the end of the month, right? Till the end of the month? Yeah, 15 days. Well, so, if, if we say two weeks from tonight, that gives us, you know, by... By two weeks from tonight, that Monday night, 
we can determine if we can have limited church on Wednesday, if we can have limited church on that next Sunday, but we're basically talking the next two Wednesdays and Sundays. At least. Well, that was my question. So this should be revisited on the 30th of March. I think That's we'll be in constant day. contact. Okay. 30th of March will be revisited. Well, the decision needs the to be made. The governor is not going to forget to say days. something. Right. Two he weeks. Said 15 so that's going to be our yeah, he, he, said 15 he may days. say we're going to continue for another week. Depends on what happens, right? Right. Yeah. So it may go beyond that. What, what Pastor right. Poppy and I will promise is that we'll try and give regular updates to all of you uh, at least once a week. Maybe, if, I mean, if things need to be talked about more than that, we'll try and do it more often than that. But that's where we want to start. So, that, so Monday the third that's, our, that's our movement. Uh, can we make the movement? We make that movement. Well, that's our suggestion. You, you guys yeah, decide. You guys, I suppose you contact your ushers, right? To let them know what's going on. Okay. You've got to connect your doorkeepers to let them know what's going on. Board 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 as much as possible. Because of the late nature of this meeting, we're planning on having Tuesday morning Bible study tomorrow, which is like three or four people. So, and then we'll tell them tomorrow we're done. You're putting the word out to congregation through email? Through email, through social media, we'll call. You have the sign-in password to let the KLKN and 1011. I gave it to the office people. Okay, so I'll have them tomorrow. Let put that on the list of cancellations yeah. there. Cancellation, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we'll we'll communicate. If you, I mean, do we approve that? I guess that's yeah. the first question. Mm -hmm. So then, do you need yeah. a motion, or you just don't want to approve it? I don't know. This is new. That's why I'm asking you, Gary. Let's let's do move to uh, suspend to, to go to move to go to three D for two weeks. Or Our motion was to accept their plan. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it was the same. This is in place. No, we're talking about two weeks. Yeah, yeah two oh. weeks. I'll move the weeks after the pastor's proposed plan. I'll Phase threes. Be revisited on the DEFCON three plan. Yeah, well, that's been seconded. Yeah. Further discussion? All those in favor? Aye. 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 All those opposed? And then somebody raised his hand. No. No, I don't get a vote. I'm the pastor. I was going to say, the next thing we need is your help. Okay? So we need to contact council members and say no meeting tomorrow. We need to contact Nancy Stepp and the youth group and say no meal on Wednesday. We'll work on emailing all the members these things also, but we need to do some phone calls for those people as well. So if we can divvy some of that up, that would be really helpful. I sent a text to Mariah. She wanted to talk to Sarah Caldwell on the... Uh, meals type stuff. So what is she wanted to know if she could contact Sarah, and I said it would, hold off. Like it would be really nice if we didn't have a lot of stuff going on before we send yeah, this out to our members. So what's the next meal? The last time we did something, what's the next meal? After we Wednesday? we had stuff on Facebook, okay. and people were posting stuff with school and preschool, and we just. That's not helpful. You think that's going to get out tonight? Is the office, office ladies? I don't think the gals are in the office anymore, are they? Is Jan, Jan still might be there. So the 18th is I don't know. Sunday School Youth. The next one is the Quilters. The 25th is Quilters and Alter Gid and Gil. And then we're but last. Nancy needs to know tonight. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying 
Right, I don't know. You don't want helter skelter. How did they find out? And we didn't find out first. We got we got people putting stuff on Facebook with regard to our school and preschool before the church service was out when I made the announcement. That's because you get people in church that are sitting on their phone in the back of the church. And that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to. Right. Quilters and who the sex next meal? Quilters altered guilt. And then we finish it up. Didn't get stopped. Maybe. Maybe. We might get to do it if the two government 15 day thing. Well, I, no. I know where the quilters and altered guilt The office tonight. staff is not here, and so tomorrow. First, first thing, thing in the morning. We'll have them send it out. All right. Dr. Gold, every, every member. Every member. Every member that we have an email address for. It will so, be put onto the. The website, channel A, and channel ten eleven cancellation oh, okay. lists. We'll get it on our radio. We'll put it on the Facebook page. We'll put it on the radio. We'll, we'll put it on our church. We'll put something on our church sign as well. But but tomorrow we could use help contacting the council. I'm doing it right now. You're doing it right now. When do you, I'll send it when you want me to. I don't have a problem if you do it right now. Well, council. if you I mean, can't cancel the meeting, you can do it right now. Yeah, right. With uh, with some of these other details, right. if you can hold off until we kind of all do it together. Okay. okay. We have nothing further on this subject. Is there anything else we need to talk about tonight since we are I not yes. waiting? Since we are not meeting Saturday. Right. I have something further on this subject. Yeah. All right, do it. The office staff is wondering, should they plan their own schedule based on the lack of bulletin preparation and other communications? Or do you want to talk that through with them? Or should the personnel committee, they're, they're wondering what to do. As far as I'm concerned, they're free. You know, they're going to be working as much or more just doing different things. Okay. Instead of printing bulletins, they're going to be, we, we need, we need a, um, uh, as far as bullets, they're going to be, we have to make sure that we have as up-to-date an email list as possible. Uh, for people that we don't have emails, that we have cell phone numbers if possible. We need to be fine-tuning our membership roster now more than ever before to have, to, to do this kind of web-based ministry. So they're going to be, they're going to be busting their butt. It's just not making bulletins. So I think whatever schedule works out best for them is cool with us. Do you have any particular? Yeah. I think so. we should make sure we do the things necessary to keep our staff financially well, solvent. And the one that Pastor Poppy and I talked about. The, the, big, the big issue, and I don't know that we need to make a decision tonight, but we need to be thinking about this. The one person that is going to be adversely affected financially by this decision is Connie Stauffer. Yep. You got to keep her paid so we I, don't lose her. I, I think it would be wise to pay her as if we were having church. I, I, I know it's for two weeks. Yeah. We just two weeks could be eight weeks. Right. But we understand. We don't want to lose her. We're revisiting in two weeks. We went through schedule periods where we didn't have, that was unsettled and that's not good. Let me be clear about what I'm talking about. In six months, this country is going to be in a lot worse shape than it is right now economically. You cannot believe me if you don't want to. I hope I'm wrong. So there's going to be a lot of things changing. It might be two months from now. So yes, for now, we'll keep paying. Okay. That's all I'm talking about. 
Okay. If I'm wrong, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm completely wrong. That's okay, anything point. else yes. on this subject? Yes. We okay. need to communicate to the membership how to make their contributions. Yes, to that's the what church. I wanted to get. Yeah, I was just going EFT thing or mailing their mailing stuff right. in. We need, that needs to be and part of the message. And if the staff is here, they could drop it off. Something that's needs to be said. We still have a link to the bank account deal to set up your online payment. Yeah, but that takes a little bit of time. But I mean, we, money, um, we can do that. If there we was need, ever a time we were going to get people on board with that process, yes. this is we, probably it. We we need we don't want that to be the first bullet in the chamber. <laughs> But that is, well, but that is something that we need to communicate to people, and uh, yeah, because our mortgage payments are going to come due and all that kind of stuff. So we we certainly we certainly need to do that uh, in a loving, caring way. And it is my hope also uh, there are certain parts of our website that are woefully behind, woefully. And since Vicar has a little bit of knowledge in this area, and since his activities will probably be a little bit less with regard to visitation, I'm hoping that everything we do, especially with regard to our worship services, everything is on our website, both the radio website and the church website, in a timely manner. There's nothing worse than going to the church website and you want to hear a, a, a sermon from last Sunday and we're several weeks behind. So if we're, if we're going to do Plan D, that has to be a high priority as well. And we got Vicar here. He's really good at that. And as long as everybody is in agreement that that is a good use of his time... Um, I don't want him to become full-time webmaster. That would be nuts. But just to aid and just kind of check and make sure things are current and up-to-date. And if we're going to be doing daily or every other day, you know, if we're going to be doing regular other kind of devotions to make sure that those things are up in a timely manner as well. All right. Is there anything else on this subject, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Did you get yours? Well, yeah. So, um, just a couple of things to, to add to that ideas because this is part of uh, getting word ministry out there. I am going to be calling the nursing homes. I'm sure they're not going to have, obviously, I can't do the services. So I'm just calling to verify that. I'm also, uh, starting tomorrow, going to be calling all of our shut-ins. Most of our shut-ins do not listen to the radio, watch TV, or on the internet, or get emails and such. So I'm going to be making sure that I stay in touch with them with printed material, large print, printed material, because that's what they do. Uh, we do have a couple of members that are always listening to the radio, but most of them um, are not. I'm also going to be seeing, I think this is important, whether it be shut-ins or anybody else, if they need anything, if somebody... If one of our members that comes to church faithfully every Sunday is 85 and is afraid to go to Walmart right. to get bread, I'll go. I'll go. Do you need something brought and, to you? And this is something that we can all kind of keep our ears out for. Um, we have, you know, when people become members here, they say what kind of things they would like to do. We might be able to come up with some databases of people to call on if those kind of needs become 
big. I know some people are afraid to go to the grocery store. Some people are afraid There's to go to... There's nobody in there at 5 o'clock in the morning. I did that this morning. So. There's it. nobody in, in the grocery stores at 5 in the morning. We're not going to be open at 5 in the morning anymore. So. That's we have our elders list that we should be working as far as this is concerned. More now than ever. Amen. Amen. And, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to bombard everybody tonight, but at some point in time, especially if this continues longer than two weeks, we need to make sure that we have an active, workable phone tree in this congregation so that an elder can make five calls and then those five people can make three calls and then those, you know, so that we can get everybody in our elders group, boom, 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 so that if there's a need, um, if there's an announcement, if there's something that, that we can just say, okay, we need to activate this phone tree right now that we can. And um, I, th I think that is something good that will come out of this. Whether we get there in the next two weeks or not, I'm not sure. But this is something that we've probably needed for the last 15 years. Exactly. So uh, that's, that's one of the things, you know, Gary and I talked about this earlier today. How much of this stuff to deal with tonight? These are all things that we've been thinking about and talking about. So... We'll, Not tonight, but we've yeah. got a lot of these things. These guys are going to be working on their community. have to help them. Maybe, maybe confirmation is on Pentecost this year. Who, who knows? Who knows? Stay tuned. Yep. We'll, we'll deal with it a week, a day, two weeks, whatever, at a time. Okay, anything else tonight? <laughs> Main Street Living to Rich. Rich. I watched, I stayed home last week because I had a cold and I watched it. Yeah. First time I ever really watched it. It's good. One, so, yeah. one uh, additional thing. Um, on Sunday after church, Kim was here cooking a meal and some of us had to wait extra time because some other people won't tell her she can't come cook a meal. Any thoughts on how we work with that? I told her today. <clears throat> can't do it. Uh, she was here, and she said, what is this going to mean to me? And I said, I'm sorry, Kim. We got a notice from the uh, food pantry that they will not pick up any of the food that we have. They, were, they are accepting online donations only. And I said, Kim, go and help yourself to any food out of that barrel that you can use. We don't want it to go to waste. Please go to the People's City Mission. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're she, not did, she did. Oh, no, no, no. She did. She did fix a meal before she left. Yes. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the woman that's out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. I. She says, "What's going to happen to me?" And I said, "The People's City Mission is where I suggest you go." And um, did she get the idea she's not supposed to come here anymore? Well, again, we're talking with somebody who's mentally ill yes. and homeless. And I got a hard time being a cold bastard. I do. You don't, but I do. <laughs> and, and I, well, 
people figure that out real quick. Guess what? Guess which pastor they go to. Okay, so I cannot. I told her to go to the People City Mission. I was about it's, crying when I did. It's not. It's going to be off your shoulders because we're going to come up with some guidelines right. that's going to take it off okay. your shoulders, so you won't have to do that. Okay. This is, this is, yes, she does. She does. She lives out of okay. Car. It kind of. Yeah. Sorry. Lives out of yes. car. It kind of runs. What? Sorry for picking on you. It's it's true. It's true. I can't I can't tell her no. Well. Okay. I just want to say thanks to Gary and the pastors for putting this plan together. I think you did a really good job. Right. I appreciate it a lot. I know it wasn't easy for you. It was not easy for me either. Right. Uh, and I just want to say tonight could have been a lot worse if you didn't wouldn't yeah. have done such a good job. Well. Um, and. and, and um, we're all trying to accomplish the same thing here and, and so I, I appreciate you guys spending an extra hour or two tonight for this and uh, it's not just churches anything else we will not hold hands for the closing devotion I'm going to read from um, Matthew chapter 6 before we pray. Jesus said, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Christ is the one in charge of this whole situation. You're in his hands. No matter what happens, no one can take you out. Whether we are able to uh, return to our normal lives or not, we're still in Christ's hands. Whether people are dead in the streets, we're still in Christ's hands. Whether uh, everything's fine and we laugh about it, we're still in Christ's hands. Whether we die next week or 50 years from now, we're in Christ's hands. We really have very little to worry about. Let's pray. Dear Lord, gracious Heavenly Father, this has been kind of an anxious time for us with many difficulties and seemingly new difficulties arising each and every day. Everywhere we turn, on the news, on our social media, to our family and friends, there seems to be a sense of panic. Lord, grant us peace and comfort in you and in the forgiveness of sins that you have granted to us through your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us to trust in the resurrection from the dead and the promise that 
When we leave this world, we go to be with you in your kingdom, world without end, without suffering, sorrow, weakness, sickness, or any other malady. Keep us in that faith in all the days and weeks ahead. Bless especially our congregation in this trying time. Grant it sustenance to continue through your word so that people may still have the faith and the comfort brought to them by the Holy Spirit in your word. All these things we ask as we pray the prayer you have taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Joe.